That's like, uh, what's his name? Oh, my brain's fucking fried today, dude. What's that? <laughs> who? Who's the uh, the really method actor who like cobbles shoes? Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis cobbles shoes. Imagine Daniel Day Lewis comes to live with you and he fucks your dad because <laughs> he's playing your mom. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Welcome back to the Netflix Book Club podcast. I'm Mike Tui, joined always with my co-host here. Hey, it's me. It's Dennis Rooney, 13-year-old boy, Dennis Rooney here reporting in. Oh God, <laughs> we're regressing pretty far for this episode. I pretty guess. Fa- I don't feel like I'm regressing that much. 13 is pretty far back. You know the great Jerry Seinfeld. What month of the year is 13? <laughs> would you say? Uh, I don't know. May, December, It's April. gotta be January, I think. Thirteen. September, I remember. <laughs> September, I remember. <laughs> you know, the great Jerry Seinfeld once says, and I bring him up not because of what this movie is about, even though that is kind oh, of Oh, wow. But I bring him up because he said that comedians, stand-up comedians, are only the mental matureness, maturity? We're, we only have the mental maturity of how long we've been doing stand-up. So me personally, huh. I am like a 13-year-old. Oh, wow. That's how long I've been doing stand-up, sadly. Interesting. <laughs> that's interesting. Uh, so, yeah, Dennis Rooney, 13-year-old, definitely not 34 years old, reporting in here <laughs> to talk about this one. Okay. How are you? I guess I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> you know me, happiest uh, time of the week when I get to record this podcast. Absolutely. Best day of the year. Follow the pod on Instagram at Netflix Book Club Podcast. Follow me on Instagram. It's the only place you'll find me. Actually, I, I'm lying. I just signed up for Threads. Uh huh. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why. But uh, at Dennis Rooney seven, two N's in Dennis, one N in Rooney. But we're thinking about Ed in a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, underscore Mike Tui on all social media. That's where you can find me. A what? Uh, Under who? Oh, Under the bridge downtown. I'm glad you asked. It's the underscore. You got to hit uh, shift on the keyboard. It brings that dash down to the floor. That's the underscore, <laughs> folks. When that dash hits the floor, it's noise. <laughs> uh, so we made it to episode 189. Yeah, right? I don't sounds, know. Does it sound different? I hope it does. Sounds serious. I hope it does. I tried to change some things to make this sound a little bit more professional. We're all boarded up. And I hope, yeah, the soundboard, that is. And uh, I hope that uh, it makes a difference. I guess people don't care about that. I think people do care. Well, they care that it sounds nice, but they care that, here's the thing: it's the classic thing where it's like, if it sounds good, you'll never hear people be like, "The sound is great." Right. But once the sound is bad, people are like, "I couldn't get past the first forty-five seconds." That's you're right. Yeah. Oftentimes, that, if I speak too much early on, they'll say the same thing: "I couldn't make it past the first three minutes." Too much, Dennis. <laughs> too much, Dennis. You need to pull it back. That that thirteen-year-old's chatty. Uh, yeah, I guess there's no, we already brought up months, but we watched a movie and it's called May, December, May, December. Why is it called that Mike? So I knew this, I knew that this was a reference to a relationship of someone in, who's older and someone who's younger. Wait, the phrase May, December is a reference to that. Yes. I had never heard that, but all right. So, so that's, that was my big question coming into yeah. this pod today is like, I didn't, I did some research. I did some reading. I never heard anyone be like, why would it be called that? So no, May that's December. Yeah. So, but like this movie, it is very subtle. Yes. And the title is a bit subversive in that a true May-December or an appropriate relationship, May-December, would be like a person in their 40s and a person who's 25. Someone in the spring of their life. Correct. In the 25, and then someone maybe a little bit old. Although 40, you don't want to think December. 
But you're no. Assuming but you're, January first means it's lights out. You're, you're on the right path though, because yeah. they say, or like sometimes they'll say the autumn of your years. Right, right, right. Something like that. But it's May, December is like forty twenty five. This is a little different, and that's why that title's a little. Excuse me. Yeah. You know, well, there's a lot of things in this movie where it's like yeah. they're trying to get away, with, or there's characters trying to be like, no, it's just a May, December, and it's like you're a pedophile. Yeah. You're a pedophile. Yeah. It's not a May, December. You are and a child sexual abuser. Coming off. Of last week's salt burn, yeah, where they couldn't spell subtle, they couldn't, they wouldn't, they wouldn't know subtle if they hit it with a Bang, sledgehammer. Banging us over the head with penises. With, did we see any breasts? In which one? Salt burn. Add that to my list of complaints then about the movie. <laughs> How could there be so much sex in one film and not one pair of breasts? I don't think there was breasts in either one of these movies. Come to think of it, I mean there were breasts in both films, but we don't get to see them. Not sure, out, not sure. out and about. Yes, covered breasts. Before we move on to the breasts and more about that, I just want to say the only thing with May December that I could think of because I was racking my brain about uh, about what the title could mean because oh. I never heard that phrase before. Uh-huh. I I just thought um those are when the semesters end in school. Oh God, semester ends in May. That's right? even worse. That's S- even more. Uh, semester ends in December. Creepy. Maybe there's something there though too. I don't know on top of it. <laughs> and uh, this was an after the fact thing, but it was still something I read and kind of cool. The movie got its release at Cannes. Um, I believe it was Cannes uh, in May. Trash cans. Trash can. Ew. Wait a second. <laughs> uh, it got the release at Cannes in May, but then it got the full release, the wide release on Netflix in December. Okay. But that's almost just cool kind of timing, you know. Certainly not. Oh, certainly liter- not intentional. Literally in the month of May and then in December. Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. cool. But I think your thing makes the most sense <laughs> since that's <laughs> what it is, obviously. That is what it is, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, last week we were all about the wage gap. We were horny for the wage gap. Horny, we're certainly horny. Holy certainly shit. Certainly horny for the wage gap. This week we're horny over that age gap. Come on. <laughs> I thought that was great on Instagram. Follow me at Dennis Rooney 7. <laughs> that's my new thing. I post when I'm sitting down to watch the movie. And uh-huh. I... Uh, Try to hit the title card. Sure. Say something dumb. So if you guys want to know when Dennis is watching the movie, like a book club, like a, like a movie book club, don't call it a review podcast. Yeah, don't call it that. You can follow us on Netflix Book Club Podcast, and we will uh, share these stories as they come, I guess. Yeah. yeah. You can see that I'm sitting down to watch a movie at 11 a.m. on a Friday and be like, <laughs> doesn't this guy have anything going on? The answer is no. No, Which, I don't. So it was shot in this grainy sort of uh, on film, and I don't know if it was on film, but it was shot to make it look like that, like something that, like a movie from the 70s. I think it was shot on one of those 80s camcorders, the big ones that you put on your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> They're really going for authenticity. That the rich kids, when you're growing up, their parents had it. Yes, yes. And their uh, house. Like, their like a mech suit they have to get into. Their maid or their chauffeur was taping the thing, you, the, your baseball game, because the parents weren't there to see it. What made you feel more awkward? Although I think this is an easy answer. The movie in general, of course, Saltburn, way more. Ugh. This movie, more subtle. But what skeeves you out more? This kind of like rich affinity thing or affluenza, maybe you could say. There's that whole thing of like, I'm rich, I don't do shit, there's nothing to me. Affluence. Yeah, affluence. Yeah, but there's yeah. a phrase affluenza where it's like, I'm too, I'm too rich to know how the real world works. Interesting. It's when these rich that's, That sounds like influenza to me. Influenza could be a thing. Influences are hoping to be affluenzas. No, like influenza, <laughs> like the flu. Like the flu. Well, that's what, yeah. Oh, there was okay. Some, all right, all there right. There was some case okay. that went in front of a judge, and they came up with the phrase affluenza. Got it. Where this kid's so rich, he didn't realize he was murdering someone, and there were consequences to it. Ugh, gross. I think he got off. Yeah. Um, 
all as as creepy as Saltburn was and gross and over the top, go back and listen to last week's episode if you haven't already. Or don't. Or don't. This is this takes the cake for me. There's some moments in this film that really made me squirm. Yep. There are some lines yeah. that I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, face. I mean. Give me one. Like what? Which, um, which line? Well, honest, what moments? Honestly, there's like a country. There's a bitchy. The mom, she delivers some of those lines like to the daughter when she's trying on graduation dresses. Yeah. Uh, about the arms. You're a modern woman. Woo! Look at you, fearless. You don't care if she's those flabby ass arms. Jesus Christ! The way you know they, the movie did a really. I mean, it did a great job at yeah. doing the having those little moments of like, oh god. But it's beyond. It was beyond. It was better than cringe. You know what I mean? It wasn't. Yeah. Even though there was like some cringe to it, but it's like you you really felt it. Sometimes the cringe stuff happens and happens in movies, and you go, no, someone would just stand up and be like, what's going on? What's this movie was so real where yes. it's like, no, this is a woman who's really nice on the top. Yep. But behind it, there's some real deep darkness. There's some yes. mean streaks. She tells the daughter, basically, she basically convinces the daughter, like, you don't want to wear that because your arms are too fat, which, mm-hmm. which they're not. Right? I mean, she's not a, at all. And, a, and an insane thing to say to, uh, to your daughter, to a 16, 17 year old girl. Yeah. Insane. Um, Gracie, her character, really channeling an Asian mother in that scene, which I get. <laughs> she's she's the white woman in the interracial marriage, but whatever. She's trying to be a tiger mom. Also, to call it a marriage. Like, literally, it's, like, gross. Yeah. You know what I mean? Were I, they I, married, actually? I don't do they talk yeah. about that Oh, well, you know what? I know they got kids in a family, but did they ever talk about, like, actually getting married? You Now that you're saying that, I know that they did in, in like, real life what this story is based on. Yeah. They are married. Sure. Because they got married. It was televised. Yeah. I mean, oh, these man. people, it's a circus act. I had to bankroll the wedding. What do you mean? I oh, mean, if they they're televising the their wedding, they're getting a lot, some money for it. You know what I mean? They're already a national spectacle. Right. There was So if you don't know, because I didn't know going yeah. in, I knew that there were stories like this. I mean, you hear about this all the time. Usually it's a teacher. Oftentimes, it's a teacher and a student. And it is in this case as well. Oh, well, she worked at a pet store. Was no, she a teacher? No, no, no. She, she was his teacher. Well, then what's the pet store thing? She gets him a job. Yeah, but she worked at the pet store. Yeah, yeah. So she was a teacher and she worked at the pet store? I believe so. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you get these... Although, also, usually, and again, usually, I feel like you hear in the news, it's like some 28-year-old teacher and like a 16 or 17-year-old student. This movie, she's 36... And he's thirteen. Yeah, but the the seemingly the the closest real life depiction that this is based on is what are their names? Do you know them? Mary Kay Letourneau. Mary Kay Letourneau, and they were in all. It was an Australian woman. Oh uh, no! Australian, where were they? New Zealand? Wait, no. I I think it it wasn't it wasn't in the United States. Wasn't the I don't know. We got that clip. We're gonna play. We'll plug it in right here. Actually, who's the boss? Who was the boss? What? Who was the boss back then? You know, there was me pursuing you. Who was the boss back then? (laughs) This is ridiculous. No, who was? Who was? Just say. Just say? Who was the boss? All I knew was what I knew back then. But who was the boss? He was 13, Mary. But who was the boss? This is getting weird. Who was the boss? Okay. Because they take, they almost take verbatim that scene where she's like, who was the boss? Who was the boss? <laughs> and you're like, people don't talk like this. And then it's like, no, they do. They took this directly from an interview. But they, the way that they dramatized it. Yeah. They did so much job. better, so much more powerful. Because the truth or what really happened in that interview, they look like a circus act. Yeah. Like it, they look like a freak show. They look like, what's the matter with you people? And it comes off cheap and corny and weird. And that was, that it was re- like, that was real. Yeah. The way the movie does it, so much better. 
And in that interview, the real one that will splice in like, uh, yeah. He's an adult now at this point. This isn't like they're not interviewing when, him when he's 17. It's yes. like, no, he's been with this woman for a while now. And you could tell he's finally starting to get his spine a little bit. He's giving her shit. And you can also tell, though, how much he's been affected. Like, this is yeah. 100% abuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the very least, he was not capable of knowing the gravity of the situation. Yeah. Of course he wasn't. And that's why it's bad. Because you can always say, it's a guy... Yeah, it's a young kid. Boys are horny. He, was sedu- like, he seduced me. That's what you kept saying. He he seduced me. He yeah. chased after me. Well, that's another line, I would say, yeah. when she Julianne Moore delivers that, I am naive, and she stands in it. And yeah, it's yeah. Like, so it's been a superpower of mine almost. Yeah, it's like you're really committing to this, uh, yeah. never taking accountability. And, I mean, she did seven years in jail. Was it that long? That's what they said in the movie. Seven Again, years. that's what ha- really happened. And then this dude stuck with her, though, the entire time. Once she got out in real life, they got married. She gave birth. She had kids in jail, right? To her. That was the second of their kids. Oh, my God. You're talking about the real life woman. Yes, but it was okay. this story, but they don't they don't explicitly say these details. But the because um, you, you have the twin, she the twin girl, the mm-hmm. daughter. She's the twin with the boy who's shy, who they smoke weed with. Yes. But then the other one that came home who's like From definitely college. would have been more of an attitude. Well, she's been out in the world now and she's like So, I think she was the one that was supposedly would have been mar- would have been born in jail. She was the one who was named Honor, which is a hilarious name to call uh, this kid out of wedlock yeah, with so a funny. 13-year-old Amazing. in jail. Yep. We'll call her Honor. Yep. And the closest they come to some like where it would be oh this is cringe. Mm-hmm. They it, it's done like they do it they don't go too far, and it went, and it ends right there, and it comes off as real. Yeah. And what I'm thinking of is the son from the first husband, who's who's terribly traumatized, needs psycho psychological counseling, whatever. Yeah. But he tells the story at the uh, restaurant where his band is playing. Uh-huh. He threw water on the drummer, which is so funny. But like that Jesus, gets a little. Could this guy play it any slower? <laughs> that was the most unrealistic thing in the movie. Is that this guy throws water on the drummer's face, <laughs> goes off into the audience, sits down for five minutes, and then just goes back up and continues playing. Yeah, but you know what? You you know you could see this. You could see uh, college age, Savannah, even though he's Georgia. supposed to be older. Yeah, just like in a band that's like yeah. in fighting, it happens, and then him like the pseudo blackmail yes. of her outside. Like that could have gotten a little bit, but Maybe it didn't. Maybe when the press comes, I'll do this, I'll do that. You it know? didn't. And she goes, okay, I'll look into that. Like, I'll, you know, yeah, I'll look into your musical supervisor job. Yeah, like, which yeah. also you think maybe, even though he's crazy, he's wild, whatever, you start saying, oh, is this guy like on the level though? Is he like one of the few people who's on the level and like smart and knows what's going on and then he says something like you know i know in hollywood how you can make your movies as a music supervisor and you just go oh no this guy's as dumb as anybody else right if he thinks that like you know he's gonna get some fucking hollywood music supervisor job out of this it seems like he just looked it up yeah or he's just like what can i do what what's not a crazy ask i can't ask her to put me in a movie yeah, that's too wild. But I bet she can make me a music supervisor. Right. Shut the this fuck. Which in me. reality, she probably would have been more capable of getting you a minor role in something. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like one line, as opposed to like <laughs> then a thing you have absolutely no experience in, and you can't just pick songs. This isn't how it works. Yeah. He was a decent singer. Yeah. You know, maybe. for a, for a restaurant band like that, you sure. Know? <laughs> on a day shift, this wasn't a night. This is a lunchtime thing. Yeah. Right? Well, down in yeah, where is it, Georgia? I also kept looking at my screen though and going, "Is that?" Is that Daniel Tosh? 
I thought it was Daniel Tosh to the point where I almost looked it up. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought that would be a really interesting and funny choice for him to be in this movie in that role. Yeah. I didn't pick up on Daniel Tosh. I didn't see that. I think Daniel Tosh is too rich to do That's this, why, right? Yeah. <laughs> Even if he was interested, he'd be like, no, I surf and I'm rich. That's it. Yeah. I think he's doing fine. Yeah. Shout out Daniel Tosh. <laughs> when did you start to dislike Natalie Portman's character in this film? Or did you never dis- Do you like her through till the end? Why would you dislike her? Uh, by the end, I dislike her because she's like just as manipulative as Gracie. She's really in it for herself. She's full of herself, her ego. Granted, she is a Juilliard-trained actress, but we see at the end of the movie she's shooting, and it's fucking garbage. It looks like it's almost another made-for-TV movie. I thought that was interesting how bad that looked. There's This movie is funnier than it lets on. Like you said, the name of the game with this movie is fucking subtle. Subtle. There were things I did not pick up until I got off and started reading online, people talking about it. Okay. Because I remember thinking, like, oh, this movie looks like shit. That's really? kind of funny. No, 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 like the movie she's shooting at the end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because during the middle of the movie, we see her watching this, like, made-for-TV movie. Or a porn parody. Or a porn parody. Unclear. Yeah, something like yeah, yeah. That, where it's like, But that's oh, also referenced earlier, like, you know, I saw the movie with right. whoever... Yeah. And, uh, but that's a punchline. Like, that last scene, that's supposed to be funny. And it is very funny when you think about it. Like, this whole movie, she's, because think about it. She's a movie star. She's done commercials. She's Juilliard trained. She's got a Vanity Fair piece. Like, she's not a nobody. She Mm -hmm. is definitely a celebrity. Everyone knows her. Yeah. But Nora's arc, probably shit. She's embarrassed by it. It's funny name. That was funny. Just the name alone. You're like, this probably stinks. That's a very, I was laughing. Nora's art. I did laugh. Yeah. I was like, that's really funny. Um, Nora's (laughs) art. Well, just because you know how the way things are sometimes. Like everything's a reboot and then also like an all female lead, which it's like, okay, maybe that's for the best. But Nora's arc arc is funny. funny. That's funny. That's funny. (laughs) Um, She takes herself very seriously, but she also sounds like she's fucking the director of this new movie that she's studying for. Yeah. Yeah. And then she has a conversation with him on the phone and he's like, well, we're already over budget to keep you there. But it's like, but if she were a big movie star, she would just be like, I'm just going to stay here, study this and don't worry about it. I'll. I'll be there for when we shoot. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where it's like, this woman is famous, but I don't think she's as big of a star or as good of an actress as she thinks she is or as she wants to be. Yeah. Her parents are academics. Mm-hmm. That's almost a subtle thing where she says she's like, they're not really happy with what I do anyway. Yeah. And then at the end, we finally see her shooting this film and she's got a bed wig on. It feels pornographic. She's got the snake. She's got this bed. She's doing the imitate. Like it. At the end, I finally go, oh, this, like, I thought I was rooting for this bitch, but she's just as bad as everybody else, practically. And the pink lipstick is, like, the hot pink. Right. Like, there's nothing subtle about what she did. She put in so much work. Yeah. And uh, then she has to just do what the movie calls for. You know, you're not in charge of it. Yeah. It's like, do you really need to study this woman to, this is the movie? It looks like a B movie. But I, the this movie also is, is, like, meta. Yes. There's a meta element because you're. I wrote, I wrote two different things down because at one point you got a person acting like an actress acting. Yes, which, which is Natalie and and especially when she's doing the straight on, down the can. She just the did the bangs. At the, end. the monologue is incredible. Incredible, right? But then when that final scene, the one you're talking about as a mm-hmm. punchline, that's actors acting like they're acting. Yeah. That's also her Which is a, her such job. a meta thing. Yeah. And then the last line is uh, her trying to convince them, no, no, it's starting to get real. It's starting to get real. Whoa. And they're just like, they're like, and she's fucking him. So, and you can tell he's like, 
Okay, we'll yep. do a couple more. And it's like, no, 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 no. We got it already, sweetie. Like, it's over. But she, again, she's she's taking part in this dog shit movie mm-hmm. that's about a scandal in the country or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, in her head, she's really trying to make the most of it. She gets the letter. She does the monologue into the... If the mo- if that monologue made the movie, you're like, wow, this is a great movie. Yep. It's not. That right. monologue's never making the movie. Yeah. This is her just way overthinking this thing where it's like, no, this is a dumb movie. Just go act in it. Mm-hmm. I, I think this movie is going to be a lot better on a rewatch, and I think I might rewatch it in like a year's time. And you got to figure, as far as the meta goes, we're watching a movie based on real people. Yeah. There's so many layers. So there's, a, there's like a weird... Anyway, I really liked it. And coming off of Saltburn, I think I it, the timing that we watch these movies, yeah. it makes me really, really appreciate this movie and what it does with understated and, and let, you know, like a real... This is like a real like movie, meaning like they took on a very difficult situation, yes. which is like pedophilia and grooming. And then it's ongoing abuse because like they got married. It's one thing if they bang for lack of a better word right sure and then life goes on and and he goes on and hasn't just lives a life and that's a thing that happened to him at a young age but this isn't this is like you're trapped in this prison of you had a child at 14 with a grown-ass woman Mm -hmm. who had a full family i mean it's like uh it's that's abuse so talk about subtle talk about a well-made movie to your point there is a fantastic shot in this where um joe who we haven't given that actor, I forget his name, Charles Melton, I think, something like that. He's the the victim? Yeah, he's the victim. Okay. Although he says he's not at one point. And then Court, later well, on he's like, but course. maybe I was. Yeah. But um, he goes to his daughter's graduation. Mm-hmm. And it's at Gra- the end. Gra- yeah, Gracie yeah. sits out in the open. He's kind of separate away on the side. Yeah. Because when you think about it, it's like, yeah, these two shouldn't be at the graduation out in the open. It's going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. And it's their daughter's day. So you could tell. We never see the conversation, but it's obvious where he's like, I'm going to be here. You be there. But we're not, you know. But we see him looking at his daughter graduating, and he's behind a gate, which looks like prison bars or a cage. And this dude's literally, he's seeing his daughter get the childhood and the teenager and the young adulthood that he never got to have. He got his arrest, his development arrested at like Mm -hmm. 13. Right. And while he is an adult and he cares for everybody and he's very much a good parent and he has a job and all this shit throughout the movie, he seems like a guy who's emotionally stunted at times. Yeah. hundred percent. He talks like a fucking 13 year old. There's another line that hit hard. Which one? This is just what adults do. Oh, when she said that, I was oh. like, you bitch. Oh, really? You bitch. See, I didn't... I, you know what? I thought she was helping him because it's the truth. He doesn't know how badly he's being, like, messed yeah. up. It's the truth. But she's taking advantage of him in that situation, in, she's, in my opinion. She's she, not doing it to be like, I like you. And no, is she it. is taking advantage. However, is she? I mean, the one he's married to took advantage of him. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. She slept with him. He... Wanted it. I mean, obviously he wanted it. He obviously wanted it. He's only slept with one person or three women his entire life. Which Allegedly is, two. We which he, is such a... We hear that. She said, you know, people always forget he slept with two other women. It's like, did he at 12, at 13? Did he bang two other chicks? Even, even if he did, you know, it's... It doesn't matter. It's Yeah, It exactly. does not matter. And and either way, it was appropriate. You know what I mean? Like a 13 yes. and a 13, although seems very young. Yeah. It's a different situation. Absolutely. Of course. Which is what that woman just refuses to acknowledge. Yeah. Even after serving the sentence. There's, right. m- there's moments in the movie where she almost convinces you where she's like, 
I know the world sees it one way, or at least our society. This was another cool thing that I looked up in the moment in the movie. Okay, so Natalie Portman's character, her parents are academics, right? And uh-huh. she says at one point, she's like, my mom wrote this paper on something relativism. And it was very widely... Res- I paused the movie and I look up that term. Okay, I don't recall. What was it? That term is basically the study of like cultural moral relativism. Hilarious. Where to us, we say, yes... Uh, dating a 15-year-old is reprehensible. How could he? Whereas, and, and I don't know if this is true, I'm just saying, mm. in France, say, yeah. a 19-year-old dating a 15-year-old, not that people don't really bat an eye, maybe, or in other countries, you know what I mean? Sure. There is a moral relativism wherever you go, different cultures, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So you kind of have that weighing on you in this film, and you have this character, Julianne Moore's playing Gracie, where she's like fully emotionally invested. She's like, I know it might have been wrong in the eyes of the law, in the eyes of society, but I loved that boy. That boy loved me. Love transcends the rules of man, blah, blah, blah. It's like you almost start to be like, yeah, maybe she believed it. But then you just see how manipulative she is, and you're like, I don't buy it. By the end of the movie, by the middle of the movie, you're like, no, you knew what you were doing. I don't know why you did it. I don't know why you wanted this kid so fucking bad. You put him in your spider trap. <laughs> but, like, you did it. And it's it, the relativeness is the whole game, of, you know, the whole name of the game. Yeah. If you're living up in a mountain village and the whole population is less than 50 people. Mm-hmm. Things become relative yeah. to what your existence is. Right. But when you are a student and uh, the teacher meets you for the first time and you're in second grade, which is the facts of this case, uh-huh. she met him for the first time in his life when he was in second grade. Is this the real grade. life thing though, or in the movie? Again, I, which I guess this whole thing's blurring the lines. It's, it's yeah. getting real. It's <laughs> No, but yeah, I think, yeah. yes, this is the truth of the matter. Okay, all right. uh, which That's so crazy. It's crazy. You ever see the S- SNL had a great sketch, and they don't have many anymore. Oh, come on. Nah, they didn't. Right. But they uh. had a good one a little while ago, a couple <laughs> years back. Tina Fey was guest host. I think it was Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Oh, great. And they had the um, Let's Meet Your Second Wife. It was a game oh, show. This is, that's just funny already. So funny. And it'd just be like, you know, 35, 40-year-old dudes, or like, you know, 30-year-old dudes, and they're like, you just divorced your wife. Let's bring out your second wife. And it's like a 12-year-old girl. Oh, my God. And they're like, what the fuck? And they're like, well, no, 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 not yet. But in 10 years. Oh, my God. You'll be 42, 45, and she'll be 23. That's and you're gonna really, marry. that's very funny. It's very funny, very dark, but, like, it hits on so many levels. Where that's they're just funny. like, no, I would never. And they're like, yeah, but she'll be 23. And you see them kind of be like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> You don't want to think about it. And again, that goes, I said at the beginning, where like, this is obviously based off the woman you said before, this very specific case. Yeah. But this happens a lot. You get teachers, you get, you hear about the 26-year-old teacher who hooks up with the 17-year-old boy, and then they get married and stuff. And it's like, not that, it's still bad, it's still crazy, but it's like, if they met when they were 22 and 31, you kind of wouldn't say shit. You'd be like, whatever. Right. Um... This movie's so far from that, though. Well, and apparently the real-life story, and it's only one-year difference, but the kid was 12. Yeah. Which... You gotta have a teen. You gotta have teen at the end. Even then, there's so many... This is not good. It's brutal. But to be, but to be before the teen is so... And and holding on, obviously. It's the lifetime afterwards. It's the having the kids. It's the really... The kid, yeah. the guy never lived. Yeah. Like you said, it's one thing if like you had this like tryst right. that was inappropriate at a young age, blah, blah, blah. But, like, this guy, not only did he miss his childhood and his 20s, and his, but he just got thrown straight into being a parent. Yeah. Not just a parent, but, like, an emotional support animal for this fucking crazy woman. When he walks into the house and hears her crying upstairs, and he just goes, 
Uh, <laughs> I mean, haven't we all had that where it's yeah. like, I need to be a good, like, the, uh, you know. The, yeah, wild manipulation, emotional yes. manipulation from the lady. And, uh, you know, the term gaslighting gets thrown around, but this dude was gaslit. He yeah. was gaslit into being told he was an adult, that he could handle these things. Right. God knows. Oh, man. And, and like, so they're, um, they're cuddling, I guess you'd say, and he smells of the... Uh, barbecue, right? And that whole scene, like, I'm just like, oh, this is. I want you to shower before you get into bed. It's like, all right, we've all heard that in movies, and we've all had that conversation where it's like, do you want me to do this? It's like, I want you to know to do that. I don't want to ask for it. But what I found odd, but also hilarious, is like, he doesn't just. You think like he's just going to go in the shower? Well, that's what I was kind of. He's like a whipping dog. That's what I was getting to. It's like, yeah. no, he's a child. Right. He's a child. He thinks he, taking off this undershirt is the answer. That's not the answer. What are you? What? What like, are you, an idiot? What? <laughs> Hit him with it. What are you, an idiot? <laughs> yeah. Nice. What does he do? He like dips his hands in the cup of water and like rubs his pecs or something, right? Too? Or did he splash something like a uh, whatever something? Yeah. But e- that's either way. That's not the answer. In, in a way, it's one of those moments where Ugh. it's like, hey, lady, you made your bed. Now, literally, now you got to sleep with it. It's like, hey, there you, you want to fuck this kid and yeah. d- arrest him developmentally? Ugh. Well, now you got to deal with the guy who doesn't know enough to like. You want to fuck this kid? Do you want to fuck this kid? Great, he's not taking his shoes off <laughs> in the house, you know. Uh, how do you feel about the? And maybe she was a victim of her older brothers, uh, sexually. Like they they hint at it. But what do you make of the end? Where she goes, I know uh, my dumbass son told you that. What do you make of that? Do you think that... So, because there's two ways, I feel like. It's either she suspects because she knows that that the son probably said something about that because he's grinding an axe and he holds this hatred towards her. Or do you think they actually do talk every day like she said? Because I think it's... I find it hard to believe that they talk every day. I love that they leave it up in the air. Yeah. In my opinion, I don't find it hard to believe they talk every day because they both are emotionally disturbed people. Mm-hmm. Emotionally disturbed people tend to latch onto each other. They they it seemed like a very honest relationship where it's like we talk to each other all the time, but when we're not around each other, we'll talk the most shit and be like, you should never trust that person, blah blah blah. But they still and I mean I've known people like that horribly pe- horrible people you shouldn't trust who are just constantly you know yeah. Um, and that being said, I think it it's one of those moments where it reveals like Gracie is not as naive as she presents herself to be. She wants that to be the case. She wants people to think she's this fucking dumb woman, and she is to certain degrees. But on the other hand, she she knows what's going on around her. Yeah. And she says in that moment, because like Gracie, you think Gracie has the upper hand. Gracie knows this stuff, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry, not Gracie, Natalie Portman's character. You yeah. think she has the upper hand and she knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then Gracie just flips it on her and she's like, oh, no, I'm secure. Right. Like, I know what's going on. You're actually insecure. Mm-hmm. Which, the insecure thing, there's that moment of music, which there's a few times throughout the movie. It opens with it. I don't think we have enough hot dogs. Uh, <laughs> the music hits these punchlines of, like, <laughs> melodrama and, like, soap opera I laughed at the hot dog, and that was funny, too. I forgot yeah, I about that. that. I think that's, that's so important to set the tone for the rest of the movie. It does. And they were, they almost could have laid it on a little heavier because I still missed how funny the movie was until in retrospect where I start to think about yeah. moments of this movie. Um, but going back to what I was saying. At the end of the movie, she's saying, you're secure. Yes, you're, you're insecure. And doesn't that spell it out for Natalie Portman's character? Juilliard actress, thinks so highly of herself, but she's fucking her director. She doesn't really have the lay of the... She thinks she's psychologically got this woman pinned down and then she realizes... 
She, I'm about to leave. She sleeps with the husband. She slept with the husband. And I get actors do this a lot. Yeah. And this is like, and they're getting into the roles and stuff like this. But in this moment there, she has to know this guy can't handle that. Yeah, no. She she took advantage of him. It was fucked up what she did to you him. You can say to him, hey, she'll be all right. She's a grown-ass woman. You should leave. You could say all that if yeah. you want to. If you feel that the situation is this right. dire. But to, to sleep with him, that's now you crossing a line. You know, as far as being a professional, as far as being an actor, you know, can you have an affair? I guess go have an affair, go crazy. You know, what, what do I care? Yeah. But uh, this guy can't handle that. That's such a level of commitment where it's like, I'm studying for a role. I'm going to fuck your husband. <laughs> 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 That's like, uh, what's his name? Oh, my brain's fucking fried today, dude. <laughs> what's that? Who? Who's the uh, the really method actor who like cobbles shoes? Daniel Day-Lewis? Daniel Day-Lewis. Cobbles shoes. Imagine Daniel Day-Lewis comes to live with you and he fucks your dad because <laughs> he's playing your mom. <laughs> He's and he tells you, he's mom. like, listen, it's no big deal. This is just what adults do. He's an actor. Yeah, her being like, this is what adults do, being like, oh, no, adults just have ra- random acts of intercourse. And, and it's like, yeah, that is true to a degree. But like this, again, look at this guy. He's fucking 14 mentally. And he plays into it at times. He's a medical professional. I'm pretty sure he's just an x-ray um, operator or whatever, right? Okay. X-ray technician. Yeah, I don't know. But she's talking about her nebulizer, and he's like, yeah, you got to do that silly uh, breathing thing, right? It's like, you know what a fucking nebulizer is, dude. Stop playing dumb. I, I missed that he was in the medical field. Yeah, she comes to visit him at work, and he's in, like, a medical office, and he's wearing scrubs. When he gets high, he starts talking about the x-ray machine. What if the x-ray machine could... See my soul, or he says something dumb. <laughs> he says something dumb like that. Yeah, that's a good scene where he gets when he gets high with his kid. Though I didn't love how he coughed so much, just he, like the re- lack of realism. You mean, or yeah, because he smokes cigarettes with his pops. Well, he smoked a cigarette with his pops, and even when he smoked that yeah. cigarette, you could see he's like, "This guy don't smoke cigarettes." Sure, he's like lighting it, and yeah, his dad's yeah. giving him the side eye, like my fucking idiot son, who's been essentially kidnapped by this white woman. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe this was a laugh, but he goes, well, you'll have a lot of free time to focus on what you want. And then it cuts right to an ashtray with a thousand cigarettes. Right. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. that's how this guy spends his time yes. doing nothing but fucking killing himself. I didn't even think about it. See, another moment that's like very funny. It's very spun. This movie's better than I gave it a, the first time around. What do you mean the first time around? I ju- Did you watch I it wa- twice? No, but I think I'm going to watch it again oh, at some yeah, yeah. point because it's so it's well it's very well done. No, it was it was and the I mean the acting from all three. I mean there's other actors, but it's really the three yeah. people that the three main great. I think Natalie Portman just takes it a little bit better just because who she had to play as a, the character as right. an actress being this person and yeah. and uh losing herself in a role in a role type of thing. But Julian Moore was amazing. I she usually shows her boobs. I'm I surprised. I kept I did, thinking of Boogie Nights when I was watching her. <laughs> Every movie she's in, she's always it's always like a long neck scene Call and, me your and mom. nipples. But uh, she she didn't. She probably get paid more to keep her shirt on. You think? I don't know. I think next movie we got some titties, right? What's the next movie? Next movie's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, I'm not calling. I'm just. I think it a is titty warning for the next episode because <laughs> if, if we don't get some breasts every three four episodes. Well, why are we picking these movies? Are you saying if it was you, you'd have boobs in a movie? If it was me. If, if it, it were me, <laughs> we're boarded up, folks. We are boarded to the gills. Um, yeah, she does usually show. She is a fantastic actress. She was great, and Natalie she was great. Portman is a fantastic, and actress. she was also great. It made it, it made me at times feel that uh, not Black Dahlia. 
What the hell was the the ballerina movie? Black Swan. Black Swan. Talked about it last episode. <laughs> a little bit, just like the the tense yeah. scenes. Yeah. You know. Um, I looked up this director. I forget his name. Okay. Pardon me. Um, to see if I'd seen any of his other stuff, and funnily enough, I have, but not his popular stuff. He's done a movie. He did a movie Carol in 2015, also with Natalie Portman. So she he likes working with her. She likes working with him. She brought this script to him. Hold on. Carol. Didn't we do this for the pod? Carol? No. That wasn't the uh, period piece, lesbians. This sounds so familiar. I think period we did this. piece with lesbians. I think we did this for the pod. Was Natalie Portman in it? It wasn't Natalie Portman. It was some other uh, actors. Oh, man. Was it Carol Ann or Caroline? You sure it was this Carol? I'm pretty sure we did this for the pod. I'm Carol. pretty sure it was Carol. It was a period piece. She's uh watched a lot of movies, man. <laughs> she's married. Carol, episode one fifty one. National Women's History Month is what I wrote down in my notes. <laughs> what was it? February? No, it's Black History Month. I don't know. March. Uh, we didn't watch Carol, or we or there's another movie with Carol though. <laughs> it's not Natalie Portman, but it it's could have not. been the same director. I think no, but I th- I'm almost positive that the movie Carol with Natalie Portman is directed by this guy T- Todd Haynes. I want to say is his name. Well, dude, I don't know. There could also be another movie called Carol out there. Well, we watched it. What was that movie about? <laughs> Lesbians, period piece. Yeah, that was it. It was very subtle. <laughs> it was. I know. I know it was. I'm sure. So maybe it was. it was the same director. Maybe it was. But if Natalie, oh, I gotta look this up. It could have been Natalie. I don't think it was Natalie Portman. Look this up real quick while I, I talk about Todd Haynes. Okay. Because the two movies I've seen of his were back in the day, 2007. He made a movie called I'm Not There which is like a biopic about Bob Dylan. Oh, sure. But it's the one where it's him throughout different stages of his life, played by different actors and actresses. At one point, he's played by a little black kid. At one point, he's played by a great actress. I want to say Kate Winslet. I hope I'm not wrong. I'm sorry. I think I saw that movie. I saw it. I liked it. I didn't love it. Christian Bale. So I found Carol. It's Rooney Mara. Is it Todd Haynes? And Kate Blanchett. It is Todd Haynes. Yes. Oh, so we did watch that movie. Yeah. We're huge fans. <laughs> I did no the the movie was very good, but it just wasn't Natalie Portman. But I think I'm confusing Rooney Mara with Kat, uh, Natalie Portman then. And they were both great. There you go. And yeah. there's a lot of boobs in that one. Love Rooney Mara. Told you why we can't get married. Rooney Rooney. Rooney Rooney. I think I had in two ends. That'd be four ends total. It's crazy. That was the only thing. You good memory. I don't remember that Lesbo flick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a good movie. But um Tommy so- Tucker was the photographer. Jesus, Mike. Who ends up being... I just read it in the book. <laughs> I just read it. I take copious notes. Um, So I seen that I'm Not There, which I liked. Didn't love, but I liked. Yeah. And uh, and the most recent thing I saw he did in 2021, I just saw this in the past like year, he did a great documentary about the Velvet Underground called The Velvet Underground. Oh, nice. Which is worth a watch if you like documentaries. Or I would like check Velvet that Underground. out, yeah. Uh, and then he's done some music videos and stuff. So music guy, musically oriented, and he's done some stuff. You know, good director. I kind of want to. He go obviously back and see likes to do done. these subtle stuff that that's his his stuff jam. that a lot of people be like, I don't get it. What's the point? It's like, well, who didn't gotta, get this though? I mean, it's pretty obvious what the movie's about. I think there's a Venn diagram of people who like are into movies and will like talk about them and kind of analyze them and bring their own life to them. And then there's people who just watch movies and they're like, was I entertained? Right. And then there's that middle sliver where people are like, yeah, I saw May December. It was fucking dumb. <laughs> And it's like, well, can you tell, what did you take from it? And they're like, I didn't take anything from it. Right, right, right. Even me, I felt like that guy watching it now, but after talking about it on this podcast, I was on the fence about streaming or don't stream it at the beginning of the pod. 
And now I'm like, how do you not give this movie a stream? It, oh, really? You were? Yeah, because I acknowledge that it was well done, blah, blah, blah. But for me, it wasn't super entertaining. But it's the type of movie where I finish it, I see that last scene, how bad the movie is that Natalie Portman's character is actually partaking in. Mm-hmm. And I go, there's more to this movie than... There's so much more to this movie than surface level. For me, it was that line when she goes, it's starting to get real. Yes. And I was like, oh, like, it just, like, bells went off in my head. I'm like, uh-huh. based on real people, actors acting, acting in a movie yeah. about the acting on real people. I was like, nah, this was... there. That was a movie. Yeah. That was a movie. Also, yeah. Saltburn setting this up being just a sledgehammer of cock. Yeah, this is a good palate cleanser. <laughs> this was so much better. This should be getting the attention Saltburn is, because Saltburn just, like, whacked you over the head with it. This movie is... But um, they were nominated. I mean, everyone's been nominated, I'm pretty sure. I always go for the Golden Globes. The Oscars, right. uh, Oscar nominations aren't out yet, but I, I believe this movie will be. I think I think it will too. Yeah, hopefully it is. It deserves it. Yeah, it was good. Um, yeah, but like, yeah, is it a little slow? Yeah, yeah. You could be like, you could, could kind of say mouth, like what happens. A mouth breather, be like, uh, you know, yeah. No, no, nothing who, happened. No one got shot. Nobody yeah. got killed. I nobody. Think she didn't shoot him at the end. I thought she was gonna shoot him. She had the gun and the dogs. You're like, <laughs> you don't know what the hell this fucking movie's about. When Natalie Portman's character is in the high school. Doing a little Q&A. Dude, and she takes it way too seriously. That's a creepy scene. That's a moment where you're like, is this woman just real serious about her passion or is she... But again, this is just an actor talking about tough material yeah. versus the other one who's actually the pedophile who actually did this right. to a kid. How about when it's she's great. talking to the director and she's like, we need a sexier 13-year-old. And he goes, we got to get you home. You get home? <laughs> <laughs> that was another part where I, yeah. let, I, I barked a laugh. You're right. There that. is more funnier stuff than uh, on the surface here. Yeah, there's, this movie is... It's a good movie. It's a good movie. Okay. Good movie. I'm going to give it a stream. I'll stream give it. A stream. it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> if you didn't like... This is a movie you could watch with your parents. Oh, for sure. Despite you write, the subject material, you could watch with your parents and just exactly. be like, Whoa, You yeah. could recommend this to anybody that the movie's going to come across. Yeah. Uh, I did read that the writer, first movie. Oh, this is the first movie? The, so really? that, so that's the screenplay. Good for Great, them. great. I hope they have a long and uh, illustrious career. Great job, yeah. Truly. Yeah, there's kind of... The only person to root for in this movie is the, is Joe. Yeah, of course. And, you, and, he's the he, and, and it's a miracle he came out as well-adjusted as he did, and he raised his kids, and... His kids almost look at him sympathetically, where they're like, dad's dad, and we grew up, and he was always just dad and mom, but as we grew up, we hear more, and we learn more, and blah, blah, blah. and now we kind of look at, that's everybody with their parents. You grow older, you start to realize your parents were just people. There's a lot of realness. It's a very real movie. Yeah. H- him talking to his father, looking for advice. The father's, all he knows how to do is smoke cigarettes and be a man. Yeah. Toxic masculinity, let's right. say. And then there's the moment when he gets high. I don't know if I'm traumatizing you or helping I you. I don't or know if I'm ma- making a bad memory for you or if we're connecting. And his kid has to talk him down. He's like, well, Dad, like, Dad, it's cool. We're yeah. fine. We're fine, Dad. Nah, it was good. Which, how many times have you gotten stoned with your parents and had to calm them down and be like, you're ruining my high now? <laughs> that hasn't happened. But I could see it. I could, I'm sure that has happened with plenty of people. Uh, uh, sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I thought it, it was cool for him to be like, I'll smoke with you, son. You know what I mean? Because his son was also like, you've never smoked pot. That's crazy, Dad. Right. And it w- well, Even yeah. his son is looking at him like, you f- naive little boy. Well, this is a lot of times, though, immature, like emotionally immature parents, their kids have to do a lot of the heavy lifting. Right, right, right. Mom, Dad. <laughs> I said something to my parents the other day. I was like, <laughs> I was like, hey, you, nobody listened to me when I was a kid. Now I have to get on stage and do it. And they're like, is that why? And I was like, well, it ain't the money. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, the why, is that why? 
yeah. that they slapped your dad slaps down a hundred slides it over your mom. <laughs> <laughs> they had How about a, that to shut up. They had a bet going. Yeah, this movie's better than. <sighs> See, this is bringing people together through the power of cinema. Boom! I love talking about movies, people. We got to get that on a drop. Yeah, right. Bringing people together through the power of cinema. Um, and yet nobody. I posted about Saltburn. I had fifteen people hit me up. Mm-hmm. I posted about this movie. I think like two people were like, "Oh, it was cool." Yeah, I, I get that. But there's a lot of talk to be talked about. In this it's week. not going to have that internet. Uh, it's not scandalous like right. Saltburn yeah, is because you don't get answers. If we found out, you know, there's no she tic- was brutally raped by her family, right, or like right. you know, she was. Yeah. There's no TikTok trend showing people's you know gruesome right. reactions yeah, to the yeah. disgusting scenes. Share your trauma. Yeah, th- basically, it's like we're traumatizing our grandparents by making them watch Saltburn, and we're going to yeah. put it on TikTok. Uh, the woman. Mary Kay Letourneau. I mean, if that's who it's based on, I don't know. Sure. Kind of, you know, it obviously is, but... Who was the boss? She, right. <laughs> she uh, died of colon cancer a couple of years ago. Bummer. Yeah. So the guy's uh, off the hook. Because I'll say this too, though. <laughs> well, you could hear in that interview, it feels like he's just biding his time where he's like, oh, no, I know who, I know what's going on now. Well, it's the only life you have. It's the only life you know. You got a house. You got a family. You have children. You're still having sex, probably. Sex probably ain't that bad. It still probably feels a little taboo. And they have, like, a nice house. Like, there's a, you know, they're living they did, pretty in the movie, good. They did well for themselves somehow. She doesn't right. seem to have a job, but his x-ray technician job is, or money goes real far in Savannah, I guess. I guess. I don't know what the, the going rate for blueberry pies is. Yeah, right. Um, and I do, I, I want to go on the record to say this, too, where I think I said earlier there's kind of no one to root for other than Joe. Mm. And you kind of find out that Natalie Portman's character is just as maniacal and manipulative and weird and maybe bad as Julianne Moore's character. I'll say this, though, too. It goes back to the hurt people, hurt people thing. We don't know Julianne. We don't know Gracie's history. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's like an evil woman. I think she's just mentally stunted herself. Like, she has her own shortcomings. I don't think she saw a 12-year-old and was like, I'm going to ruin this boy's life for my gain. Because you could argue her life wasn't better, like bettered for this. She could have. I think she had like five kids with the other. She had like one. five. Yeah, she's she's pumping out. First of all, she's pumping out kids left and right. Good for her. <laughs> Good for her. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she had. You know, she seemed like she had a happy life with the other family. You know, she upended her entire shit. It's a weird thing. Well, it's that- a weird thing. And and I think she believes it. I think she believes she was so in love with this kid that like it it it. Uh, superimposed over the laws of man to use that phrase again yeah people can people can make themselves believe crazy shit and they emotions th- are powerful they throw out that option like maybe sh- maybe her brothers fucked her up yeah and they just kind of give you a little bit of like plausible well maybe that's why they don't have to explicitly tell you exactly why but it's yeah. like well maybe she's fucked up and in, in their own ways you know something to chew on yeah maybe. like i don't think you know i don't think uh, <laughs> i don't know i don't think she's necessarily a like a really bad person, but she's fucked up and she's fucking up everyone around her. It seems, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I guess she's a bad person. Ah, it's, it's so straight. It's such a gray, gray thing. The weird part is because then they stayed together because yes. she did seven years in jail. Yeah. Like she and did time. And he says throughout the movie, he's like, I love her. I wanted it. But blah, blah, blah. Right. when he confronts her at the end, it's not like this thing of like, how could you do this to me? He's like, I'm just saying there's room for discussion that maybe this was a little fucked up. He's not saying I don't love you. He's not saying he's saying one of the lines he drops that she can't get over. He's like, if we're as in love as we're supposed to be, we should be able to discuss. And that's the movie humanizing these people. Yeah. Making it even better 
because you know, like we saw, we saw that interview that we that we, yeah. I guess will be played already. Who's the boss? The who's the boss? The, it's like that's them on TV. Like it's a circus act. Yeah. Look at these people. If the, that's a conversation with cameras rolling, right? Who knows what's going on? The movie makes doors. it much, you know, much more yeah. human. Uh, I mean, you know, because who knows what happened behind closed doors? It was probably worse. Yeah. If that's what she's doing out in front 36 of 36 to 13 is tough. That's very tough. It doesn't pass the rule. Oh, we, we have the standard rule. 13 in anything. Half your age plus seven. That's the French made it up. I think we've talked <laughs> about it before. Where she's 36. That's 18. It's 25. 36 and 25. I'll give you 23. No, you can't. You can't. 23 and 13, dude. No, no, no. I'm saying 36 and 23. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. 13 is out of bounds. No, you can't. Once you say... If 13 it's, is like out of bounds for like 16. Right. 15, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe they're a very evolved 13 and they're a very not evolved That's 15. how bad... That's how inappropriate it is. Even yes. 15 is like, you start no. You like, hey, Jim. There's too many differences between we, 13 and 15. In high school, there's always guys who date younger girls and it's creepy then. Mm-hmm. Even then, it's creepy. And like, you might even hang out. Well, he'll buy us beer. But you know what I mean? It's like right, we we put up with it. In 13, 13, are you even in high school yet? No, you're in like yeah. I don't even know if you're in middle school. Yeah, 13. you're like in no, fifth you grade. are. It's like seventh or eighth Sixth grade. Sixth grade, seventh, right? Yeah, it's uh, you're no. right on the cusp. It's it's and people go through puberty at different rates and at different times. And and she said he's like he had this quiet confidence. He's a big strong guy. It's like sure, he's still thirteen years old. He's been on this planet for like. I can't do the math. <laughs> 5,000 5, days? Like, something not crazy. Right. And, you know, you know better is one thing because you're an adult, but also, like, you're the teacher. Yeah. It's a whole different yeah. It's a whole different ballgame. you got to give room for the conversation at the end. That's what really makes it seem like she is devia- devious, where he goes, he just wants to talk a little bit about it. He's not coming at her with claws. He's coming at her with, like, you know, I just... Think no, but she- she'll never admit... At all. She'll never give any sort of, like, it was wrong at all. Yeah, yeah, Right. Except for in that letter. In that letter that she writes to him, which, again, makes it seem a lot more like, I know she's saying he seduced me. Maybe so. The letter seems like she was also partly seducing him, but also that she was really swallowing her own Kool-Aid, where she's... That letter is, like, psycho love shit. I'd do anything for you shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at the end, make sure you burn this, though, because you know what they could do if they found this. Right. Uh, It's a good movie, dude. <laughs> you never banged a teacher, huh? I never banged a teacher. I went on a date with a woman who was like 20 years or 15 years my senior once. Wow. But things came up. Like her menopause? Hey, I was going to give the real answer, but I was letting you guys tee me up then. Her menopause. What came up? My brother had a motorcycle accident. Oh my that god! That like took me out of any social scene for a month. It was her grand- her grandchild's high school graduation? Yeah, we were racing for a grandchild's high school graduation. Damn. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You any any older ladies? Well, I guess that's all the time we have. All for right, the day. folks. <laughs>